Drinking Water Podcast. I'm your host, Blair Corning, and today we have uh, two up-and-comers uh, from the industry. Whitney Canope and Ben Camp have been doing an internship at South Platte Renew, the facility uh, where I work at. So we're going to talk to them today about what it's like to be an uh, up-and-coming engineering student and uh, what their futures look like, what they learned in the internship. So thanks for being here, Whitney and Ben. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, Blair. All right, I look forward to this. Uh, before we get started, I'd just like to thank our sponsors, the Rocky Mountain Water Environment Association and Colorado Wastewater Utility Council for your sponsorship of the podcast. And uh, let our listeners know if you like this podcast, make sure you tell your friends, tell your uh, colleagues, so maybe we get some listeners by uh, word of mouth. But let's dig into it. Um, yeah, how about we start with introductions? Who wants to go first? Whitney, why don't you give us a... A little idea of your background and uh, where you go to school at. Cool. All right. Um, So I grew up in Colorado, a little bit south of Denver. um, And now I go to CU Boulder. I'm studying environmental engineering. um, And I will be a senior this year. Um, Yeah. How do you like CU Boulder? I like it. It's, It's super pretty and I've met pretty much my best friends there. So the, the environmental engineering program's real good there. They have a lot of um, diversity in terms of the different um, kind of disciplines that you can study within environmental, which is cool. Nice. All right, how about you, Ben? What's your, what's your background? Uh, I'm originally from Oregon, um, but I just graduated to Boulder as well uh, in the spring with a bachelor's in environmental engineering. And now here I am at South Platte. All right, well, we're glad to have you. Uh, so what's your favorite part about Boulder? I realize both of you were from Boulder, went to school at Boulder. Uh, what's your favorite part about Boulder? Favorite part about Boulder? I'd, I'd probably say the location. It's so close to the mountains and stuff. I really enjoy hiking and being outside and stuff. And uh, it's really great for that, super accessible. I'm also a vegetarian, so they have great vegetarian food in Boulder. They Surprising. Do. Yeah, yeah but it's good there. No shortage of uh, vegetarians. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Ben, what, what do you like about Boulder? Yeah, I'd say location, too. I'm a big skier, so having a mountain, Eldora, just 40 minutes away from my front door is super nice just to go skiing before class or, you know, just go up for a half day. Cool. All right. Well, uh, how about, well, you went over hobbies. Let's get to the interesting question, then. Uh, and I gave this beforehand just to uh, let our listeners know this isn't totally off the cuff, but uh, what word is... A lot of fun to say. Who wants to take it first? Ben, you want to take it first? What word do you uh, have fun saying? Uh, personally, my favorite word is flabbergasted, but I think <laughs> the one of the most fun words is discombobulated. Oh, that's a good one. Both of those. <laughs> flabbergasted and discombobulated. Those, yeah, I don't know which I like better. All right, Whitney, what <laughs> uh, word do you like this? Um, I really like the word exquisite. It's a great describing word. It just feels very, I don't know, um, full, fully descriptive, I guess, is a good way to say it. All right. Exquisite. I like all these words. I think my uh, mine's an industry one I learned uh, from an engineer. It's schmutzdecker. Oh, yes. Uh, that's, that's a good one. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like that. Everyone's like, what did you say? But it's like, uh, and I think that's the the thin layer of slime on a, on a filter uh, yeah. media or something. Exactly. Yeah. All right, we're getting too technical here. We're going <laughs> to get back to uh, internships. 
All right, so what's the day in the life of an uh, engineering college student look like? Whitney, how about you? Okay, uh, well, like you said, as an engineering college student, it's probably not quite the same as like a typical college student. Um, during you, you work harder? <laughs> you work harder than a little Not necessarily student. harder, maybe just more. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, so at least during during the school year, I would say pretty standard. I really like coffee and tea, so I, I usually get some coffee or tea before class and go to classes all day. I try and uh, get workouts in most days and uh, cook dinner with my roommates and do homework. That's about it. All right. That sounds like it hasn't changed much since uh, way back when I <laughs> Yeah. Pretty standard, I'd say. Yeah. All right, Ben, how about yours? Yours look the same or you got, you got something different? Yeah, mine's Pretty much the same, I guess, is that. Um, yeah, I mean, the main thing is just, like, how different it is from, like, a 40-hour work week. Like, you know, coming to work every day is you get all your work done, and then you haven't got nothing Go else <laughs> to do the rest of the day. But in school, you you know, like, I had a lot of nights where I was staying up till 10 or 11 just doing work. Yeah. You always got that next project hanging over your head, huh? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite college course and why? Let's go with that one. Ben, you want to go first? What, uh, I know you're sure. in, what environmental engineering major? Yep, environmental what engineering. What's your favorite course of your whole four-year term? Uh, probably senior year, I took a class called Sustainable Energy, and that one was super cool to learn more about the up-and-coming renewable energies that are really kind of starting to take over the market, and I think it's the future, and it's really cool to learn about it. Nice. All right, Whitney, how about you? Totally. All right, so I'm pretty indecisive, so I have a couple. I'm, I'm going to have to list them, unfortunately. But um, like Ben, as an environmental engineer, I really like classes that are focused around sustainability. I also have a minor in global engineering and political science. So I like classes that, um, you know, kind of are able to combine all of those aspects. Um, I took a class my junior year called Sustainability Principles um, for environmental engineers, which is really cool just to be able to learn about um, all different aspects of sustainability, not just the environmental part, but, you know, also the social and cultural part as well as like the economics uh, I also like thermodynamics because I'm a nerd so um, that was a good one and um, a class called global development all right well it's good to know that they are uh, teaching some social science with the engineering yeah totally communication type stuff because yeah all that is all that is involved in it when you get out there exactly in the industry nothing's like separate right right well good so let's talk about your internship now. How long how long have, has the internship been? When did when how long have you been doing it? So I think our total internship lasts twelve weeks. We started like the last week of May and we'll finish up like midway through August. So you're almost done. Yes. Yeah, really close. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, getting back to your lives or. Uh... Uh, a little bit of both, I'd say. I love the internship. It's, it's been really wonderful, but I'm also excited to go back to school and uh, have that kind of student life again. Yeah, I can tell you're truly an engineer the way you did the force ranking on your classes. <laughs> exactly, you exactly. Uh, what's your best memory from, from your, your time here at the South Platte Renew facility doing the internship? Ben? Um... Besides engineering, uh, like day three, we were in a cornhole tournament. <laughs> that was mine too. And we placed little semifinals out of like 32 or 34 teams, and that was that was really fun. So I guess that'd be my favorite. favorite oh, good. Moment. I remember the cornhole tournament. We did. I did not place. So I was out the first round. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know that the uh, that you did. How about you, Whitney? 
Yeah, um, I mean, Ben and I were, played on a cornhole team together, so that was definitely one of my favorite memories. Um, as far as other things, I really liked um, Engineering Park Day, which is just a day where like the whole engineering team at SPR, you know, was able to get together and go play games at the park and like hang out and stuff. So that was really fun. It's good to get to know people like outside of work because everyone that works here is like really cool. Good. All right. Well, I think we are. Uh... We're flying through these. I'll have to think of some other questions, but until I do, uh, we're at our mid-show segment now. So our, our mid-show segment uh, is kind of relevant. It's an article. It's not really an article. It's an op-ed. So it's someone's opinion. We're in the Los Angeles Times. Uh, Chris Jordan and Emily Fairfax. And I'll read you some uh, highlights of the article or, or what they wrote in the op-ed. Uh, millions of highly skilled environmental engineers stand ready to make our continent more resilient to climate change. They restore wetlands that absorb carbon, store water, filter pollution, and clean and cool water for waters for salmon and trout. They are recognized around the world for helping to reduce wildfire risk. Scientists have valued their environmental services at close to $179,000 per square mile annually. And they work for free. Can you guess what? Can you guess who these environmental engineers are? Mm, work for free. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe if I had to guess, I don't know if they work for free, but like, uh, maybe some nonprofit. I don't know. Maybe the Peace Corps or something like that. Hmm. You're, I would say a close. I'd but say you're not. <laughs> probably <laughs> not at all. Our ally in mitigating and adapting to climate change across the West is a paddle-tailed rodent, the North American beaver. All right, uh, even better, even better. No, that's awesome. So it says there's a strong consensus among scientists and environmental managers on the benefits of working with beavers to protect our natural environments. Beavers can help us continue to live on, work with, and enjoy our Western landscape. Uh, as ecosystem engineers, they build dams and dig canals to escape predators. Their manipulation of plants for food and building materials produces wide-ranging environmental gains. Yet despite beavers, so I think I read the whole article later, it says that they, you know, these dams spread out the water, so mm -hmm. it, uh, you know, doesn't channelize, it spreads out, carries sediment, keeps the ground fertile, cool. all kinds of benefits. Uh, yet despite beavers' ecosystem benefits, we have long pushed them out of their homes. When the European-American fur trade killed hundreds of millions of beavers, yeah and destroyed the engine that built and maintained North America's wetlands. Uh, California alone has lost an estimated 90% of its wetland area. Humans continue to tear down beaver dams and lodges when they get in our way. So the article goes on and on. I think the gist of it is quit building condos, get more beavers. And <laughs> totally, totally. Let's, yeah, maybe we need to, maybe we should get back there. But it is interesting to think of beavers as like, Environmental engineers, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Environmental engineer. That's I, great. Maybe that should be the uh, mascot there at CU Denver Engineering. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. The North American Paddle Tail or whatever it was. All right, anyway, let's move on to our second, uh, second round of questions here. Uh, what is something that surprised you during your internship? And you can't say the cornhole tournament because you already used it. <laughs> what is something during your internship that surprised you? Whitney? Um... For me, I would have to say it's kind of just right off the bat how much autonomy and like independence and responsibility we were given just as interns. Um, it was really cool to be able to just like 
immediately get involved and sit in on meetings and, you know, work on documents and stuff that, you know, at the time, of course, they don't let you ever do anything that, uh, you know, would slip through the cracks or, or be irresponsible for the um, plant or anything, but they do give us a lot of opportunity and sitting in meetings where things are going right over your head and all of that. Um, but yeah, surprising, I mean, going off of that is, is just how much you learn um, in such a short time. Good, yeah, so maybe they just gave you the keys to the place, huh? And said, you're, you're, you're running things. <laughs> I do remember at the plant tour that we took, um, they have like tunnels that go underground. Mm -hmm. And um, Becca, who was giving us our tour, was just kind of like, yeah, you guys will have to go explore them sometime. And I was like, there's no way she's serious. She's just going to let interns walk around the plant like this. But um, lo and behold, we have yeah. <laughs> walked around the plant. Did you see any other interns from previous years that had gotten lost down there wandering in the tunnel? <laughs> Thank goodness, no. Good, good. Yeah, those are some uh, those are some weird tunnels. Definitely. Oh, I have myself gotten a little confused in there for sure. Yeah. All right, Ben. How about you? What uh, what was something that surprised you during your time at your internship here? Uh, probably like how much collaboration there is between all the different departments. Um, that's something I kind of wasn't really expecting or thought of, but it's really cool to see how well everybody here works together. Like engineering department, maintenance, operations. Um, the contractor on site, like everybody is very well connected. Totally. Good. Well, that's good to hear. All right, next question. Yeah, you kind of touched on this, but maybe give me some more. Maybe Absolutely. you have a list, a forced uh, ranking list. <laughs> Things you learned uh, through your internship, they don't have to be surprising, but just uh, what do you think you learned that will help you with your career as you go forward uh, from this internship? If anything, if you just play oh. cornhole all day, <laughs> just say that. Oh, I'm, I would say we've definitely gotten our cornhole skills uh, refined. Yeah. Um, but overall, you know, I, I have just learned so much about water or wastewater treatment. And um, it is different than in schools. You know, you can read it in a textbook and, and look at it on paper and stuff. But the actual application of it is really different. And especially learning about, you know, I, I've never really thought about like the operator side of who actually is running the plant and doing those things and um, being able to kind of get a look into that and hopefully learning from that and you know if I do have a, a career ahead of me in wastewater being able to apply those things and, and make it better. Good. All right, how about you Ben? What, uh, what are some things you learned during the internship? Uh, yeah, also just like so much about wastewater systems and, and the process here uh, which is really cool and then we've also learned a decent amount about construction too, doing Definitely. site walks and walking around the construction sites and it's, it's really cool to see the project as it comes along and all the different aspects that go into it. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice at the end of a project when you're like, I was part of that. Mm -hmm. that uh, I watched the whole thing. Exactly. I participated in it. Yeah, good. All right. Well, how about uh, your futures? Uh, when you're going back to school, Ben, you're done with school, at least your bachelor's. What are your... Uh, what are your plans into the future? You want to go first, Whitney? What are your hopes and dreams here? Sure. Okay, yeah. So like you said, at least in, in the near future, I'll still be going to school for the next year. But uh, after that, things are pretty up in the air. I've 
considered going to grad school and getting my master's or, um, you know, maybe going into the Peace Corps or the industry. So kind of leaving all those options open. But I'd say like my ultimate goals for like my career would be um, being able to work in global development in developing countries, like especially Africa. So I really want to work on access to um, safe and sustainable water um, systems and, um, you know, public health um, infrastructure. Good. Yeah, that is a, uh, a big need. I can't remember statistics offhand of how many people are lacking in just basic wastewater and clean yeah. water, but it is, whenever I hear it, it is shocking. Totally. Yeah, good. All right, how about you, Ben? What, uh, what does the future hold for you? Um, I mean, you never know what the future holds. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you <laughs> My best guess. Be? Yeah, your best guess. Uh, so the immediate future, um, right after the internship, I'm going to try and finish all the 14 years here in Colorado. All right. And then right after that, I'll go over to Europe for a couple months. Um, and then after that, uh, I'll take some time off from engineering and adult life and go live in Canada for a bit for the, uh, for the ski season for next year. And then after that, um, I'll probably be looking for a job either in Colorado, near here, or Pacific Northwest. Um, I'm interested in like a pretty wide variety of environmental engineering, I think. So, so I'm looking forward to the variety in the future. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, I would say uh, don't limit yourself. Don't pigeonhole. There is like so much out there. Yeah, so totally. Opportunities. So you'll stumble upon something and uh, turn it into a career, maybe. Well, good. Um, what else should I ask you that I didn't ask you? What do you want to tell the listeners? What do you want to? Uh, anything interesting happen? Any stories from the internship you uh, you want to share? Yeah, kind of off um, Ben's comment about um, working with the contractors. Uh, I would say it's it's really fun being able to um, work at a place like SPR where they have such wonderful relationships with their contractors. Um, I guess another one of my f- good memories was um, being able to drive the excavator. Um, Again, they just, you know, kind of let the interns do things and learn, of course, in very safe ways are especially committed to to safety in the culture. Um, But yeah, just learning how to do that feels like a video game. It's really fun. So that's one that I liked. You didn't hit any buried... uh, (laughs) Thank goodness. No, no broken pipes or lines or anything. Yeah, I know when... uh... On the collection system, the, the camera that they, where I used to work, uh, the camera they used to inspect the lines, sewer lines, and control it with like a joystick looks just like a PlayStation. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's how you get the young people in. Exactly. Yeah. PlayStation controller, they know how to use that. So, all right, Ben, you got any uh, any stories? Any good, uh, any crazy things happen during the internship that you can share in, on a public uh, podcast? Um, ooh, nothing I can share publicly. <laughs> a lot of top secret stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's it's really cool to see what we're doing on paper in the office and then going outside and seeing, like, what's actually being done in the real world, what's being constructed, and, um, yeah, everybody here is super nice. It's, it's been a great time working here and really good experience. Yeah, it was great having you. We, uh, we've been doing interns yearly for few years now and it's always like refreshing to the the whole staff you know have new people you, for sure you get to like show them all the stuff you learned or you probably ran into that where people were like, yeah it's like oh, here here's this fun thing this. i do yeah, yeah totally but it, it does uh 
it helps the morale of the organization to pick up when they see like oh there are young people to, to fill our shoes coming up the pipeline so thanks for being here uh, I will uh, you will be missed after you leave but good luck at CU and uh, hyphen the 14 or how many 14 years have you done so far Ben uh, right now 42 so <laughs> 42, how many are there there's 58 so I've got 16 more have you done Mount Blanca uh, yes yeah I think that's about, well, I haven't done too many, but I've done that one. <laughs> yep, I've yeah, done, that was one of my first ones, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a fun one. It's crazy. Yeah, I like to say that I hike 14 or and I've hiked maybe like six or seven. Yeah. Ben's over here hiking two a weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah. what are you doing this weekend? He's like, I'm going to hike some more 14ers. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> I did uh, Blanca in college in this outdoor program since so I went to college, and it was like, I was just jogging up the mountain, you know, and then I did it about... <laughs> Then it was like 10 or 15 years later with my wife and uh, her sister and husband. Oh, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally, totally. Difference. I was like, I don't remember it being this hard, but it was. We had to get a ride down the mountains. It turned dark because we were so slow. Some guy like had a truck at the end, and we got in this truck. And anyway, I don't want to bring it up. It's bad memory. Bad memory. <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys ready for the end of show quiz? The legendary end of show quiz. Oh, I was Let's not prepared for this <laughs> part, but I guess I'm as ready as I can be. All right. Well, you guys can tag team this. You guys can be on the same team. That will uh, that'll help increase your Sweet. Thoughts. I forgot my bell. Well, maybe I have it in here. Let me look for my bell so you'll know if you got the answer right. No? It's not in here. Let me go. Yeah, forget the bell. We have an audience member. Maybe can you make a bell sound if they get it right? <laughs> just you can hear Google bell on, on your computer. Just use your mouth and make a bell noise. I don't know how you do that. Um, all right. This is since you guys are in college, just went to college. This is a college quiz. Three questions. Uh, you know the you know the idea is to get all of them right. You know. Uh huh. Well, yeah, get all of them right, one hundred percent. All right. So Delta State University of Mississippi's official mascot is the statesman. Their unofficial mascot is what? I'll give you some multiple choice. Okay. okay. <laughs> Cam the catfish, uh, the fighting okra, blues singing bill, or the southern charmer. What is their unofficial mascot at Delta State University in Mississippi? Oh you guys can discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> Those are all good mascots. I know. <laughs> Okay, I, I mean, it's in the South, so my inclination would be something with the South. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's like mm -hmm. an animal that there's one that's a. Can you repeat oh, the I'm going to be stupid. Like What's okra is a food, right? The fighting okra, blues singing bill, or the southern charmer? What's their unofficial mascot? Your guess is as good as mine at this catfish, point. Catfish, maybe? Can go with catfish? We'll go with catfish. We might not need that bell. No. Oh. no, we'll need a buzzer instead. And you guys know what you know what an okra is, right? Or it's a food or yeah, yeah, okay. I think it's a fruit, but it's like a vegetable. Looking fruit. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the statesman, nobody liked the statesman because it was too too stuffy. They wanted a fighting okra with boxing gloves. Okay, number two. You're, you're 0 for 2, but that's all right. 0 for 1, first of all. 
found me out on the <laughs> second right. one. My bad. Prince William and Kate Middleton met at this UK university. Okay. Prince William and Kate Middleton. It was at A, Oxford, B, Cambridge, uh, C, University of St. Andrews, D, University of Edinburgh. Ooh. I'm not sure. Me either. Am I allowed to ask? Okay, I'm bad at geography. Are all of those in the UK? Those are all in the UK. Okay, all right. I didn't want to be be picking one that wasn't even in the I UK. Counting myself out. Alamo State College in Alamo, Colorado. Answer E. Um. I mean. God, I feel like I should know where Kate Middleton went to college, but because I don't. My guess would be one of the last two. St. Andrews or... Is that one of them? Yeah, St. Andrews. St. Andrews or, or Edinburgh? Uh, Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh, I don't know how you say it. E-I-N-U-R-G-H. <laughs> You're probably not. All right. Well, let's go St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Okay, we do need the bell. All right. Oh, you got it correct. Let's see if it works. Oh, it's going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is an... There we go. Ding, ding, ding. Woohoo! One for right. two. All right, we're one there for we two. Go. There we go. This is what I need technical support this whole time. <laughs> this is what I've been lacking. Uh, all right. Uh, what is the mascot of Adams State University in Alamos, Colorado? <laughs> the uh, famous Adams State University. Uh, is it A, the Skyhawks, B, the Farmers, C, the Mountaineers, or D, the Grizzlies? Who are students from Adams State College? What are they called? Or what is their mascot? Damn, one of my sister's friends is from Alamosa. These are harder than I thought they would be. Gosh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know why you thought we would know these. I thought maybe you played them in football or something. You know, CU Adams State rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're pretty close. Skyhawks, Farmers, Mountaineers, Grizzlies. I feel like it's not farmers. Yeah, or it could be. Or it could like be. Like kind of a trick answer. Skies. Well, I don't know, Alamosa, it's pretty rural. Yeah. Now I'm just talking myself into mm -hmm. farmers. <laughs> you're, you're utilizing logic to talk yourself into it. and then Exactly. <laughs> All right, you want to go with farmers? Yeah, sure. let's, let's go we'll with go farmers. farmers. I want to I lead you. No, we'll go with farmers. All right. We're not going to need that bell. Uh, mm. Sorry. It is the Grizzlies. <laughs> okay. The Grizzlies. All right. That's a good the one. Indians, uh, and then they changed the Grizzlies. The Mountaineers is, uh, uh, what is that, Western State in Gunnison? I think that's Okay. Yeah. Skyhawks, I think, is Fort uh, Lewis. Yeah. Okay. That, that rings a bell. Farmers? I don't know. Farmers? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I said, I feel like farmers yeah. isn't yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Well, you got one. For uh, three, that's a 33%. That's, that's, 30, that's pretty good, that's, right? <laughs> that will not get you a passing yeah, grade. But it's still pretty good for this hard. But I do know there's some class averages of 33s out there in engineering. Yeah, so. I'm sure there are. Hopefully they're not yours. Oh, no, hardly. <laughs> right. I'd hope. Well, thanks for being here. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and uh, it's been great having you around the plant. Uh, good luck in your future endeavors. Thanks Thank so, so much, much yeah. Thank you for having us. You bet. And to our listeners, if you have an idea for a future podcast or uh, a potential guest you'd like to hear from on the podcast, you can shoot me an email at 
streamingwater at mail.com. That's the email address that I check at least once a month. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will get it there. So uh, streamingwater at mail.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. And thank you to our technical and audio specialist, Nicole, for providing that great bell noise. Uh, Nicole is also an intern. She's going to do a master's thesis she's working on when she gets, or not a, a master's. So when she gets her master's thesis done, we'll have her on the show too to talk all about that. So be looking for that in upcoming episodes. And thank you for being here on the Streaming Water Podcast.